when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Champagne dripping down the beard here. Supermodel sucking while I stare at a long pink Fleetwood. Roll a big fat blunt so you know I'm gonna sleep good now. Hey, I'm Phil Dimovsky, producer of Munchies the Podcast, and on behalf of Helen Hollyman, welcome back to the show. So right now, what you're about to hear is part two of Helen's interview with Action. It's definitely not necessary to listen to part one first, but if you enjoy what you hear and you're ready for more Munchies podcast content with Action and Helen, definitely jump back and also check out part one whenever you have the chance. All right, cool. Here we go. We're back. All right. We're back at it. Spoon. Thank you, you, sir. Thank Thank you you for serving that. So, what is this? This is Babo's famous olive oil cake with rosemary and olive oil and sea salt. I forgot the lady's name who was the original, but she just, she passed recently and she's the original person, the original pastry chef from Babo who came up with this and it's masterful it is absolutely masterful and right now pastry chef Rebecca DeAngelis took over and is just a, a gem of a woman and a gem of a of a baker pastry chef it's phenomenal olive oil all over the place the beautiful stuff from you know where some sea salt on top of that a little sea salt on the ice cream Enjoy. Here we go. Mm. Should I get an ice cream bite in there? Of All course. once? Everything at once. Wow. It's crazy. Fucking love this thing. Olive oil is so good on everything. It's like, um, it, this is this is life. Olive oil is life. I'd rather olive oil than butter any day. Wait, so can you describe what's what's going on right now in your mind when you eat this? First thing I'm doing is I'm... <clears throat> I'm like, fuck, I should stop eating sweets. Like, there's no reason for me to be eating this in the afternoon right this second. I didn't do anything special. This you is not. But wait, I've, I've already <laughs> rewarded myself several times over with desserts for writing the book. There's no reason to do that. But it's with you, so I'm giving it a reason. You're, addicts always give it a reason. Mm-hmm. I'm an addict, and the reason why we're having this is because I'm with you. So it makes it okay. It is okay. Second and thirdly, I'm like, oh man, this is unbelievable. I'm fucking, I'm in heaven right now. This is perfect, you know? I'm also thinking about, I will say this. I was on some George Costanza shit this morning with my girl. Right before she went to work, we had sex and we both were eating mango at the same time. So it was next (laughs) level. So I was just thinking about that. This would be fucking good. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, this is fucking sexual too. This is unbelievable. It's just, it, this so, it brings out emotions that are, like, hidden. Like I said, it's true serum. It, it gets you saying crazy shit. 
It gets you talking. It's just like wine. I was waiting to see where you were going with the George Costanza thing because I thought of like either the, you know, licking a, a letter and dying <laughs> or like taking a book into a bathroom. But no, it sounds like. <laughs> I keep the, there's always magani- uh, magazines by the uh, toilet. Always. That's right. It's a big Food deal. Food magazines, big right? Deal. Edible Queens. Gourmet, gourmet magazine, food and wine. Um, gourmet was a big thing. My mother loved that one. Me too. Yeah, it's like they're stopping. Right? Yeah, Why? it's a long I story. I love that magazine. We gotta, we gotta bring it back somehow. I don't know. That was definitely, that was the one out of all of them. I love that one the best. It was, I guess, it was the classiest, and it was just like the way it was styled. It was just cool. I want you to keep eating. And thank you for this dessert. But if it's cool with you, we have a lot of questions from your fans I'm about ready. the show. I about can do many things at once. <laughs> There's no way I'm stopping this one. So, yeah, just keep going. So good. So here we go. Mm. A lot of people have a lot of questions that are, I think, you cover a lot of this in your book. But let's start with David Bryan. Mm-hmm. David Bryan wants to know. Is this from Twitter or what is this from? Is this so these from are all Instagram. Okay. Um, we did take some from Facebook and Twitter too, mm. but they're mostly your Instagram fans. So David Bryan wants to know. By the way, I love Instagram. Me too. It's the best. Like, change motherfuckers' lives, good and bad. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to elaborate on that? or? <laughs> well, no, nah, you know, you're just always on it. Yeah, that's the bad part. You just I, every time you just always looking at it nonstop. Every nonstop, it's like you could be doing nothing. Second nature is now to go to Instagram. It's a great thing, but yo, know, like you got to really like chill. Put your head up, look straight instead of down. Everyone's gonna start having that neck surgery. You know, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. What's in your feed right now? Is it mostly food or music stuff or? I follow a lot of weird shit. I don't follow anything that I'm like really that interested in. I follow th- I follow people of obligation reasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nothing I'm really no. There's a couple of things I follow. Some knife makers, some uh, carvers, some wood woodworkers from Jap- from Japan. They do uh, incredible carvings. A lot of tattoo artists, a lot of glass artists, a couple of musicians, not too many, and a couple of buddies. What kind of knife Some makers? Rogue knife makers. Well, one person is in, in particular, this girl, Chelsea Miller, I don't know, she probably know who she is. She makes these incredible knives out of Brooklyn. I was gifted one by Battalion. <clears throat> it's beautiful. It has a little grater on the side. Um, some guys out of Japan that do like switchblades that are just making crazy things. And I don't know, I just like crafts, you know? I like people who make things and painters. Just recently met David Cho the other day on on the plane, and he's a fucking inspiration, you know. I just met Macaulay Culkin the other day. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was next level. What was that like? Did you guys eat pizza? Nope. He had on bunny rabbit ears. (laughs) Yeah, it was at the end of SummerSlam. I don't even know what I even said that for, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I just felt like I had to tell someone I met Macaulay Culkin. You did. You're the first person I've told. <laughs> let you know. I feel really honored. No, you should be because he had fucking bunny rabbit ears on. <laughs> like, you know, like the little girls, they wear that thing to yeah. hold their hair. Uh-huh. And then they have ears that. Home Alone changed my life. I'm going to change everyone's life. Yeah. 
All right, David Bryan, we're getting back to you because David Bryan desperately okay, wants to know. What the hell did he ask? <laughs> <laughs> so with Chef Michael White, you paired mm-hmm. music with food, risotto with baby blue. Mm-hmm. If you had to pair a dish with the chairman's intent, what would you pick and why? Mm. Explosive chicken. It's high octane. It's 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 of the Orient. It's foreign, you know. It's just it's. It's high octane, high level, crazy shit, mouth numbing, fuck you up, kick you in the stomach, kick you in the side, kick you in the you know what. So for people, because I've actually, I've tasted it. It's pretty delicious and really fiery. For people who haven't tried it before, can you explain what it is and sort of, it's covered in your book, but. um, Well, this dish is just, it's just called explosive chicken. And the the first place I had it was in uh, San Francisco at a, X and Y, or Z, X and some of these fucking places. It's pretty much chunks of chicken marinated very quickly in some soy, cornstarch, rice flour mixture, fried really crispy, hot wok toast, Szechuan peppercorn, scallion garlic, uh, dried chilies, just smothered in chilies, dried chilies and stuff like that so you get this tingle from the Szechuan peppercorn in your mouth like coke was rubbed all over your face uh like you've been to the dentist and they gave you too much novocaine which i like i want my mouth to be a little bit droopy sometimes you know so you you know i like different feelings i like being too high when your eyes droop too much novocaine when your mouth droops a little bit you know, too drunk sometimes where you're just laying on the floor in a position you've never been in before, sober, <laughs> but somehow you got into it, drunk. I just love extremes. So, yeah, this is it's just high-octane shit. What was I was explaining the chicken. Yeah, nah, it's just beautiful, <laughs> tossed with some black pepper also. Just all the flavors I love. Intense. All right, so HD222 wants to know what is your spirit animal and what are your feelings about vegan food like tofu and fake meat um i actually googled my spirit animal and it's a bear (laughs) it's a zodiac bear (laughs) it is um i think everyone should google theirs (laughs) (laughs) wait how did what i literally (laughs) googled my what is a sagittarius spirit animal or whatever they ask you for a couple of specifications put it in and it became a fucking bear you know (laughs) so I'm a zodiac bear Um, I actually really love alligators and crocodiles as well and sharks I love ancient animal bloodlines what else was the the rest of it oh yeah how do you feel about like vegan food like tofu and the thing is vegan food is great I don't feel like you need to replace meat with things that are just like tofu is cool in certain applications, but I think like that other shit, like when you try and replicate like chicken with that weird, like the texturized vegetable protein and shit like that. This, I just eat vegetables and beans and shit like that. Just eat things that have protein and you don't have to try and trick yourself, you know? If you want to eat meat, just eat the fucking meat. Don't try and make it look like meat. Why are you eating something you're trying to denounce and make it and you're mimicking it and being. Like, just eat the vegetable. Just change life totally. Forget anything that looks like meat or any substitute for it. You feel me? That's deep. 
That's actually deep. I really do feel that. I think you're really saying be authentic. Stop it's trying to be Exactly. It's unnecessary. Yeah. If you're going to be a vegan or whatever you want, just eat vegetables and shit of the earth. Nothing processed, nothing bullshit. Tofu is still processed. It might be a natural, but you're processing it, right? And all that other shit, say, seitan or whatever, they sell that in the fucking supermarket right on top of the fucking flesh that's sliced. Sliced flesh underneath the Satan. I think Satan is, is overlooking <laughs> all this. Agree. Agree all the way. All right, so Kevin B wants to know mm. where have you not yet gone in the world and where would you love to go to try the native cuisines? I want to do a lot of traveling of South America, Central America, and Asia. Every fucking corner, Southeast Asia specifically. Like, those are my dream places right now. Is there anything, like, um, food-wise that pops out to you that you want to try from there? Vietnamese, Thai, I want to go all over. I want to do the lechon in, in, uh, in, uh, in the Philippines and do all the crazy food on the canals in Vietnam and just do, just fucking experience crazy shit that I've never seen before. Go down the Mekong River, you know? I wonder, yeah, I love fucking river monsters. You know that show? Yeah. Jeremy Wade? Yeah. I fucking love that show. I want to go everywhere he goes. You should go. I want to, like, <laughs> stage for him. <laughs> what, like, a day in your life of staging for him, what does that look like for you? I would, I'll hold the tackle box, I'll take the fishing rods for him, whatever you got to do. I don't care. I ain't too proud to beg. I'll fucking smoke weed while he fishes. It'll be amazing. I'll just be oh shit, that's crazy, he just caught that shit. If he needs me to jump in and like fucking grab a fish for him that's fucking around, that's giving him a hard time, I will. I'll be down to do whatever. Would you ever go on a submarine to like look for kind of like deep sea mm, yes. animals? I would like to go down into that thing that they send really deep into the ocean, the one person pod that takes pictures of deep sea creatures that are unknown to like by anybody that's ever seen them pretty much they're so deep down that they're clear their exoskeleton is see-through all right that just made me want to ask if you could be on a boat right now with mm -hmm. jacques cousteau jacques pepin and yourself and you're cooking them lunch and you could have anything in the ocean that you could like make for lunch mm -hmm. what would it be oh something that i created very recently in paris um, I was at this place called Vervole, and uh, my man Thomas, he has a chef there that's um, Japanese, and he's amazing. So they do a Japanese-French bistro type of thing. We had like a 200-pound tuna waiting there. So what I would do, I would get a tuna, I would wrestle it out of the ocean for them, lay it on the table real nice, you know, carve it for them give them all the special parts that I learned, break the spine open, eat the jelly out of the spine. Oh, no, it's next level. Where did you learn about that? I learned that from uh, Jimmy and... and uh, Nick? And Nick at Shuko. Oh, man. They taught me about that. And then I utilized it here, and I fucking blew their minds. And it was a thinner spine, so I was just breaking it with my hands. I was like, yeah, hey, check this fucking shit out. So it was, it was dope. And 
you know, you could pair, you could put it inside the wine. It blows people's minds. Like, what the fuck is going on? And then you get the carving or whatever. But the thing that I created was I did a bernoisette, uh, and I paired that with just tuna sashimi. I, I don't know if anyone's ever done that. It doesn't seem like it's like I reinvented the wheel, but man, holy fuck, with a little bit of lemon zest and, and some hazelnuts inside, it was transformative, mind-blowing, crazy shit. So I would serve that to fucking anybody. A little bit of that warm bernoisette with the fucking tuna. And it's like, it, it melts it a little bit. It was crazy. That's another thing that's like, I just want to fucking choke somebody. I want to choke you. <laughs> you want to choke me because it's so good? Yes. Well, it's, a good, it's a good choking. There's always a good choking, you know that. I love to be choked in a good way. <laughs> with a belt, shoestring, you know. All right, so Nazmul wants to know, <laughs> what kind of music do you enjoy listening to while cooking? Different genres for different cuisines, or do you enjoy the serenity of silence? No, silence is no. Silence is for when you're by yourself in the fucking shower or crying or whatever. I even cry to music. I put music on to cry. I don't want silence. If I want silence, I'll, do, I'll, I'll have silence, but in the kitchen, you gotta get stuff that would get you going, you know? Like, I think a playlist of different types of funk, different types of genres from different lands, Ethiopian stuff, Turkish stuff, Japanese funk, go crazy in Brazil, go crazy in Paris, you know, some nice South African and Nigerian vibes in there. I feel you gotta do a little world playlist from the 70s. Do a 70s playlist of world music, specific genre, Psychedelic funk. If you want to cry, what would you listen to? Like Kate Bush? Brian Adams. Wow. Okay. Everything I do, I do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Look into my eyes. I used to, I had that single for some reason. I bought that single back in the day. Like, I remember buying Rex and Effects. All I want to do is a Mazoom and Brian Adams that day. <laughs> <laughs> It was very worldly early. <laughs> so, Lee's verbim, verbimen, sorry, Lee's, uh, has a really good question actually related to cooking. She wants to know, or they want to know, do you have any tips for someone who's just getting started in the restaurant business? And how do I know that I've got it in me to be a chef? You know, I, you know it's, not, it's not up to anybody else to tell you. It's up to you to find it within yourself to know whether you got it, whether you cut out for it or not, you know, that, that's up to you. That's your hunger and your drive. But I feel like uh, it's not an easy thing to do, but I feel if you have a focus and if you are very consistent and just fucking blow people's minds, I don't know, man. I guess I just know how to do it the old-fashioned way, you know. These days you have to be kitschy and fucking get someone to Instagram it and this and that. I guess you could go that route too, but I'm not well versed in that route. I just know about hard work and being talented and trying to put your best foot forward. At the end of the day, this is not great um, words of advice for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> just fucking be yourself, put your all into it, and as long as your heart's in it, it'll work out. Timothy Reamer wants to know, <laughs> when are you opening your own restaurant? Uh, who knows? I don't know. 
I don't know if I'm gonna if it's a restaurant I'll open. I'm more of a type of guy that I'll I'll get like a space in the street, and I'll just make something new every day when I'm around. It'll be open when I'm around to cook. It won't be open every day. It might be open twice a year. Who knows? <laughs> and I'll make what I want. It'll fucking sell out early, and it'll close by one o'clock in the afternoon. You just never know. I don't know. I'm focused on too many other things right now. <clears throat> and I also don't want to just fucking put my name on some bullshit because that will never work for me. You know, I've been approached many times to just license my name for some bullshit. You know, it's not... I, I have to physically be there. I have to physically make the menu. It has to come from my brainchild. It's, can I just... I can't... I'm not a, I can't force myself to make money in a way that I don't want to make money. You know what I mean? Even if it's the best opportunity, I'm a P, I'd rather live on the street and put something behind I don't believe in, you know? Yeah. I know it's dramatic and drastic, but you know what I mean? Oh, I do. Well, so we have two people that asked basically the same question. Um, both of them wanted to know about natural wine. So we'll combine them into one. So Thomas John and Chase Rodriguez want to know, where can I get good natural wine in the States? <clears throat> well, I think that natural wine, it, I think it's almost like booming now. Uh, you can find it in almost every state, but you could order it online from, I know one man specifically from Zev Ravine here in Brooklyn. You could also order it online from my man Clovis's company in Paris, but that's in Paris. So I, you know, that's really the only places I know where to get it other than the fucking men themselves. Well, I have to tell you, I was recently in L.A., I found Susukaru. Mm. I can't find it on the East Coast because it's your fault. Did you know that? I, I, I did hear that. <laughs> I think, you know, I think everywhere that, that I, I think Frank now, he just put out the new Susukaru and like it's, it's selling out everywhere for some reason. Since I fucking mentioned it on Fuck That's Delicious, they showed me on like that wine list, whatever the wine search, that it went from being searched like twice or three times to like over 100,000 times at one point. Uh, it's pretty crazy. I wish I could fucking, you do that for my album. Like, yo, <laughs> why doesn't it work for my album? <laughs> why doesn't it work for so many other things? Those, like, shit. <laughs> I gotta be more passionate about things. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. <laughs> oh, Susukaru. I mean, it's amazing. Last night at Webster Hall, I opened the Jeroboam that I had from 2012 or 2013 that I was gifted by my man Clovis and just smashed it down. It was a beautiful night. I opened. The, I also opened the last bottle of Ala Natural that I had, the wine that I made. I, I still, this, this should be in the mail still, so it's coming. But yeah, you can find yeah you can find them a lot. I'll I'll have one re, you know coming soon, 
that I'm going to try and have like a pop-up type of thing in New York where we could sell all the bottles at this spot. You know, we, we produce, I think, uh, 1,500 or 2,000 bottles of the Ala Natural. And we sold 500 or 700 in Paris at this little black party we did. Now it's time to bring it here. I love winemakers and I respect everything that they do. I would never, ever, ever sit here call myself a winemaker or a wine expert. I am not that. I just started drinking wine. I've hated it for my whole life. But natural wine changed my entire outlook. That's what I'm saying. I, did, I never liked wine. It fucking disgusts me. I don't like that. I don't like alcohol, period. But I could attest that this natural wine has changed my mind and my outlook in my life, period. Can you go back to the moment that you had a glass of natural wine and it yes, changed your life? I can. Take me there. I could take you back. It was 2015, the Mr. Wonderful tour in Paris, La Trianon, two sold out shows that sold out within, I don't know, minutes. A fucking cathedral of a place, an absolute gorgeous venue. Like, I've performed in many, many venues around this world. This was probably the most beautiful venue I've ever been in, like proper amphitheater, beautiful wood carved facade. It was really nuts. And this guy, Clovis, my man Budgie, who's a, a producer and a DJ in the UK, we just happened to know each other for a long time now and his, my, it's a fucking crazy story. My man, my man Clovis's boy booked him, met him, somehow introduced me like, yo, you're gonna love this guy. Yes, Clovis, came to my show that night through all of that and we connected and he's been my boy ever since my shaman for real like the first thing I tasted was this he brought Susukaru he brought a he brought a, a Jeroboam and he brought like five other bottles I think he also brought a, a Daniel Sage and a Patrick Bourjou that night as well Daniel Sage is an amazing winemaker, also from that area. Uh, I'm not sure exactly. The area. I think it's more south of France, where he's from. And then Bourjou is from Auvergne, which is the volcanic forest forest area. Just phenomenal shit. And, uh, you know, like, now I know fucking guys' names by... Now I know them by their first names, and I've had wine in their cave... You know, like it was really crazy going into these medieval caves and I want to buy the castle next to him. It's less than any fucking place in New York and it's fucking, it's a castle. <laughs> it's beautiful. What about it though for you? I mean, what in your head, what was the moment that you thought, wow, wine is actually amazing? It didn't have that bite to it. You know, the wine, it tasted more like juice to me. It tasted more like, I love, <laughs> I sound like a basic bitch, but I love grape juice. <laughs> you know, like, I really like grape juice. Um, like Concord grape, and it's just like a fermented Concord grape juice in my mind. But, you know, you could tell nuance, and with all this stuff, it's just like, you know, it's like with, with, uh, with cannabis, with oils and stuff like that, there's strains and different grapes and different flavors that you get from the, the earths like the wines from Mount Etna they, you could taste the fucking rock is what they like to say you could taste the rock 
and you could taste the different things from, I don't even know, all over the place. It's just so many different characteristics. So if they're like somebody who's listening right now has never really tried natural wine or they don't like wine in general, like what advice would you give to them for how to go about approaching it? Because it can seem intimidating. It is intimidating. And either, even with natural wine, it could be intimidating. But it's less intimidating because all you need to know is that you like something that's juicy, uh, young, really, you know, not just, I've had things from 2000 that tasted like you just squeeze the grape right now so I don't know the pro I've always looked for proper verbiage but I always go to juicy and no sulfites always you want zero zero you want no sulfites added whatsoever you just want grape and nature and that's really it I would look for producers like Frank Cornelison Patrick Bougeau Daniel Sage Aurelien Lafort people like that, and holler at my man Zev. I feel like my man Zev will get everyone straightened out. He could he, he could talk more about this stuff, and he could he could definitely handle getting everybody, everybody this stuff in America. But if you're elsewhere, go to Clovis. If you could take one guess as to what comes up when you Google your name today, what do you think it is? When you Google my name today? Mm-hmm. Um... I don't know. Wife. It's Action Bronson's wife. So. What, <laughs> what the hell? You mean for the auto company? Yeah, so if you basically, like, start typing, start typing in your name, okay, okay. Wife that is, is the, first the first thing that comes up. So, you know, given that you are hosting. I don't have a wife yet. Well, right. But given that you're hosting Hungry Hearts and there's a lady in your life, what advice would you have to give to anyone out there if you could cook a romantic meal for someone? What would it be? I mean. Everyone, everyone's idea of romantic is different. You know, you could take one woman out and go have fucking barbecue ribs, and that'll be a romantic dinner. I don't know. My lady, my lady tries not to eat meat, and she doesn't want to eat seafood either. So I have a fucking hard time trying to invent dishes for her. So last night, I made some some Chinese eggplant with some coriander seed and some stewed tomato, kind of like an Israeli stewed eggplant and tomato dish. I just put it on fucking pasta with some cilantro because she's Colombian, so she likes espagueti. You know, the Spanish version of spaghetti. So I had put all those flavors with a different noodle. I made it over rigatoni, and it totally fucking transformed this dish into something else. Brought, she brought it to work today. It wowed all her colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what I do. I'm, I like to wow colleagues. So if you could give, like, one piece of advice to people listeners out there like what shouldn't you cook you when you're trying listen, to woo someone don't do anything with two like not blue cheese is not i would know i would stay away from blue cheese i feel like if you just try your hardest and cook with your heart no matter what she'll probably feel bad for you and things will go well no matter what you guys will hit it off and she'll you know they'll be like, oh that's cute you tried at least you know what about chimichurri though like with garlic like raw garlic I mean, I'm into that. <laughs> I, lo I love a good garlic breath. There's oh, no yeah? day. I love that. I love it. I love garlic breath, onion breath, salami breath, whatever. I'm learning so much about you. I know, right? <laughs> You're just learning into so it much all. about me. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Wonderful, congratulations on this book. Congratulations on this <clears> album. <throat> Thank you. And congrats on 
just having a really amazing life. It's been a it's 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 been a long time in the in the in the making. <laughs> I did a lot of crazy fucking labor work and a lot of crazy things to get to this place. So I'm I'm happy to be here, and I ain't going nowhere. I try never to give this up. Any final thoughts or words of advice? Well, yeah, you know, you obviously are an amazing person, and you've helped this munchies thing go to places beyond. And I'm just very happy to be a part of it, honestly. But yeah, this is, you know, just just this this whole experience in general, just I, I remember making the decision to sign with Vice. It was the best decision I think I've ever made. You know, the other the other opportunity was uh with like Sony RCA and it was like uh, and there was some other opportunities. It was just fucking it just wasn't it. It wasn't it. This was it for me. Well, we're so happy you're here. Well, so like five years later, shit. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Well, thank you so much for coming on thank the show. You. Thank you for all this hospitality. Thank you for going to get the fucking bobble. <laughs> I appreciate Here, that. No, no, no. Yeah. You're gonna. It's now in a beautiful creme anglaise soup. <laughs> so. I love you. <laughs> I love it to you the best. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much to Action Bronson for stopping by. And as always, thanks so much to my podcast producer, Phil Dumhofsky. You should check out Action's brand new book, Fuck That's Delicious. And for the full Mr. Wonderful experience, you can read it while listening to his brand new album, Blue Chips 7000. And if you haven't watched Hungry Hearts with Action Bronson on Viceland, you should probably go do that too. And hey, here's my own cash for gold moment. We're putting out our very first cookbook. It's called Munchies Late Night Meals from the World's Best Chefs. It drops October 24th, and the best part is you can pre-order it now for a better life. You can get all of our delicious Munchies content over at munchies.tv. Hit us up at Munchies on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, too. And if you like the show, show us some love and rate it on iTunes. It actually does help us out. I'm Helen Holliman. I'll talk to y'all real soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.